0: Have you ever tried to take a family vacation, but your vacation turned into a frustrating repeat of you responding to office emails or maybe answering urgent phone calls or or just simply trying to pull yourself away from your laptop so that you can spend time with your family? Well, I've been there and I've done that and I have the t-shirt, if you will. Uh, I've even had family vacations that I worried might end in divorce because I just couldn't seem to devote my attention to my family while I was on a family vacation. You see, I I understand the pressure of being a leader and the struggles of taking some, some actual time away from your team. But your vacation time doesn't have to follow the pattern of my past vacations. You can actually take a vacation of complete rest and relaxation. You can leave your laptop and your phone at home, uh, and you can enjoy the vacation worry-free with your family. But most importantly, you can do this without your team or your business suffering from
1: your absence. And I'm going to
0: tell you how you can do that in this episode.
1: Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner.
0: Well, hello there, friend. This is the Rookie Leaders Podcast. It's the podcast offering leadership lessons to newbies. My name is Michael Tanner, and with 30 years of leadership experience, it's my mission to help you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. And I do that so that you can positively impact business results as well as the lives of those you lead. Now, here, before we start talking about vacations and taking a proper vacation, let me quickly make you aware of our Leadership Calculator. I assume you're listening to this podcast because you want to improve your leadership. And to improve your leadership, you must first measure it. Our free Leadership Calculator provides you an objective leadership score, but more importantly, it provides you the details for improving your leadership based on the results of your taking the calculator. I'll share some more about our Leadership Calculator at the end of the show here, But for now, let's get into this how to take a proper vacation. Uh, My family and I just recently returned from family vacation. So this is kind of fresh on my mind and on my heart. And uh, so I wanted to share with you some insights into how to properly take some time away from your team, away from your business, devote that time to rest, relaxation, and probably most importantly, devote some time time to connecting with your family enjoying some fun and some relaxation with your family as well so very near and dear to my heart right now because we just came back from vacation my family and I we're uh we're kind of a beach vacation family uh we live here in Georgia uh and so we uh we've done this for many many years now we enjoy traveling over into South Carolina to Hilton Head Island uh, shout out to all of you in South Carolina and, and especially those of you that uh, live in or are vacation on uh, Hilton Head Island. Uh, if you do so, I'd love to hear from you, your favorite things to do on Hilton Head Island, because I know we will be back. Um, so if you want to, you know, res- send me an email, Michael at CredibleLeaders.com. I'd love to hear your experience on Hilton Head Island. But we just got back from there, had a wonderful Uh, week of vacation there uh, dawned on me uh, during this week that this might be the last time that our entire family can gather for a vacation like this. We have three children, um, all of which are now in the college years. One's kind of exiting the college years, one's just entering the college years, but it's going to become really, really difficult as they get into internships and get into, uh, you know, real jobs and all. It's going to be really difficult for us to all Find a week in the summer that we can all gather uh, for a family vacation. So, kind of bumps me out a little bit that this might have been the last one that we get together as an entire family without anyone uh, missing out on it. Uh, But again, this is why this topic right now is kind of near and dear to me. So, I wanted to kind of give you some insights into what are some of the things that you can do such that you can take a proper vacation. You can actually Um, take time away from your team or from your business without it suffering. And you're not so worried about the meetings that are going on or the emails that you're not able to respond to or the phone calls maybe that you're missing. And instead of worrying about those things, you can really devote your time to rest, relaxation, and more importantly, time with your family. So I've got four topics here, or four points that I wanna make here, share with you, two of which are very much related to uh, what you will do in the office or with your team to prepare for you to take a proper vacation. And the other two are things that you'll do while you're actually on your vacation. So so let's first get started uh, with our time in the office leading up to us taking a a vacation. So the first point I want to share with you or explain to you is properly preparing ahead of time for your vacation. So I want to tell you a few things that you need to do to properly prepare ahead of time for your vacation. First thing, first thing that you want to do is you want to start well ahead of time. This is probably um, maybe two weeks out from your vacation. You want to properly plan the delegation of your typical activities, your typical tasks, or your typical decisions that you would make throughout the course of say a week. Let's say you're going to take a week-long vacation. Well, throughout the course of a week, what are the typical tasks that you do? What are the typical decisions that you will make and so forth? And you want to begin maybe two weeks before your vacation, you want to begin the process of delegating those tasks and those decisions to other members of your team, appropriate uh, members of your team. So, Uh, you know maybe uh, you want to delegate to a particular person certain types of decisions decisions related to budget spend or something like that and you want to delegate those decisions to one team member but then you have another team member and you need to delegate to that team member certain decisions about operations you know how you your team operates uh, against a a certain activity or a certain solving a certain problem or something like that. So you want to delegate to your different team members the appropriate task and the appropriate decisions that are relevant to them, okay? So and you want to do this some 2 weeks or so ahead of time so that you can begin to work with those individuals and and essentially hand the baton to them. So you want to work with them and let them know, "Hey, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to delegate to you these tasks, and these decisions. So if someone needs a decision on these types of things, they're going to come to you, right? And you want to to have some time to properly delegate to those individuals. And we'll talk about in just a moment how you're gonna communicate that delegation, but you want to be working with those individuals roughly two weeks ahead of your vacation so that you can properly do the delegation of those tasks and decisions and so forth. The second thing that you wanna do With the members of your team or at a minimum with those individuals that you've delegated tasks to, you want to define an escalation process, okay? Um, Your goal here is to completely check out, to go on vacation, not read or answer a single email, a single phone call or anything like that. But the reality is there may be a situation that does in fact require your attention. And so what you wanna do with, again, with it could be with all your team members, or at least at a minimum, it's those individuals that you're delegating uh, activities to, you want to define an escalation process, okay? So the easy thing to do here is to talk about finances. So you may delegate to an individual all the financial decisions related to, to your team, to this individual. But then you'll talk to that individual about an escalation uh, process that such that that person knows if it, if a situation escalates high enough, then I need to call the boss. Okay. So you've delegated to this individual decision-making authority for financial matters and the team then it's easy for finances because you can you can use easy metrics, but the team then needs to spend thousand dollars. Well, in your definition of escalation, you've told that person that you've delegated to, well, if it's a thousand dollars or less, just just make the decision. Right? Secondly, uh, you may say, well, if it's up to five thousand dollars, well, then I want you to go to, Uh, you know, a peer or someone uh, to appear to you, right? Maybe you're in the marketing department. They're asking for $5,000. Well, you want them to go to your peer in in the finance department, make sure that there's enough budget or whatever, and then make that decision. But then you might say to that delegate, but if the team or if someone needs more than $5,000, then you're going to call me So you've defined an escalation process for this person that you have delegated this to, but you've also defined for them exactly how they will escalate a situation to you. And in that definition now, you know that while you're on vacation, all you've got to do is look at your phone every now and again and make sure that you don't have a voicemail from any of these individuals you don't have to check your email every day because you've defined the escalation process you've defined the criteria and you've defined the process you've told that delegate you know you basically said don't email me if it gets to this you know criteria then you need to call me and so now again on while you're on vacation you know that all you really need to do is look and check your voicemail every so often you don't have to listen to every one of them But if you have a voicemail from this delegate, then you probably should listen to that because you know there's been a situation that's escalated to the criteria of him making that phone call to you. Now, the last thing you want to do here, and you've prepared ahead of time, you've delegated, you've defined some escalations, you need to let everyone know about the situation that you're on vacation and you need to let them know about the delegates, who, who to go to for certain decisions or certain tasks and so forth. So here's what I recommend that you do. Uh, First of all, uh, you probably want to have some type of mass communication, some type of email that's going to go out to pretty much anybody and everybody that you might be working with. So if you're going to take a Monday through Friday vacation, then this is what I typically do. The Friday before, typically kind of early in the morning on the Friday before, I will send out an, an, an email to everyone. That I typically work with. Say, hey, next week I'm on vacation, and then I will itemize. Hey, if you have a question or concern about this topic, go to this person. If uh, you need a decision based in this area, go to this person. Right now, I'm just kind of itemize my list of delegates and you know who to go to for what kind of thing. Right. Addition. Uh, in addition to that, while I'm out on vacation, I will always have an out of office uh, responder set up for email. Um, if for your phone, you might want to change, uh, you know, the voice recording on your phone, um, and just explain, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm away this week. I probably won't, uh, respond or answer your phone call because I'm on vacation. So you might have that for your email and for phone calls. And what I recommend you do is you actually turn that out of office responder on Friday morning before you go. Um, and the reason for that is because, as people maybe send you emails on Friday, well, they get that response. If that res- if their email is so urgent, then they still have the day, they still have Friday to come and ask you about it or to make maybe call you about it or something like that. When you set up the out of office to only start to respond that way when uh, on Monday morning, when you're already out of the office, well, if there was something really, really urgent, they don't even have the opportunity now uh, to, uh, to get back to you. So a massive communication going out of details all your delegates. Um, and then an out of office that is set a day prior to you being out of the office. And again, that out of office response is pro- is gonna identify those delegates as well. Uh, but again, you wanna do this probably with your email and also with your, your phone as well so that when they get voicemail, They'll get a message from you that you're out of the office. Here's who you need to go to for whatever your, your question is. Right, So you want to do that. Prepare ahead of time. And again, this preparation starts, uh, in, in my world, it starts about two weeks prior to me being on vacation. Okay, Now, you're on vacation. Let me give you a couple of bullet points that I want to share with you about how to properly um, enjoy, relax, um, have some fun on this vacation. First thing that I want to advise you to do is while you're on vacation now, I would advise you to maintain some, if not all, of your normal disciplines. So when you're not away on vacation, you probably have, if if you're anything like me, I'm very much a routine person, you probably have some type of routine throughout your day. Maybe a morning routine is pretty important to you. To me, morning routine is really, really important. This is where I do my my reading and my journaling. Um, I also do uh, some exercise on 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 uh, different days of the week, and so I'm going to advise you that when you're on vacation, maintain those normal disciplines. So if you have a morning routine of reading, be sure you continue to do that. Now you don't have to, maybe you don't have to get up as early as you normally do. Uh, when you're at home or, or during the work week or whatever. You don't necessarily have to get up as early as you always do, but just make sure that if during your normal life, the first thing you do is some type of morning routine, well, then make sure that while you're on vacation, the first thing that you do every day, regardless of what time, is that morning routine. Also, things like exercise. If you are typically um, someone who, who gets a few days of, of exercise each week, then be sure that you do that while you're on vacation as well. And and here's the reason I I recommend this, because I know from my experience in the past, I have gone on a vacation um, and I've made one of two bad experiences, had one of two bad experiences. I was just too um, involved in work still that I, I couldn't pull myself away from work, even though I was on vacation. And the other extreme is I was so checked out, even with work, that I, I, frankly, I kind of felt like I got lazy. And if you are a type A person at all like me, later in the week on your vacation or, or certainly looking back on your vacation, you actually look back on your vacation with a little bit of regret. You're like, oh man, I you know, I just, I really got lazy. I didn't, I don't feel like I accomplished anything. Um, and so this is why I recommend that you maintain some of these normal disciplines that you have in your life, because it keeps your mind engaged. It keeps your mind active. It keeps your body active. And I believe that it it allows you or enables you to really mentally and emotionally engage with the activity of vacation and especially how this relates to spending some time with your family. So maintain those normal disciplines. That's my second uh, tip uh, for you. Uh, and number three here, you're on vacation. You have to have some fun. You've got to have fun on your vacation. Now, here's a, a philosophy that I've adopted um, throughout my uh, my life as it relates to going on vacation with my family. I've adopted this philosophy that, you know, my answer is always yes. Now, I mentioned earlier, we have three kids and when they were really young, uh, you know, then my answer being yes philosophy was related to when we were on the beach and they wanted to bury me in the sand, for instance. Well, my answer is yes. Okay, you you guys, here, let's dig a hole. You can bury me in the sand and so forth. Um, as they got a little older, you know, maybe it was, hey, let's go out for ice cream this evening. You know, my answer is yes. Now, we'll say uh, just from, uh, just from uh, my experience. If you adopt this yes philosophy, like I'm like I'm talking about, be sure that you don't let your children know that that is your philosophy, because especially in the middle school years, they will start to abuse that philosophy. But the point here is you want to have some fun. So your answer to things that your family wants to do is yes. It's always yes. And and this is also important when it relates to saying yes to doing new things. Maybe there's things that you um, you, you haven't done before, but you just want to say yes to those things. You want to do those things again, because it's fun, It's going to be fun. It's going to be an enjoyable time with your family. Um, and especially if you're doing what I mentioned earlier, you're maintaining some of your normal disciplines, you're going to be, be able to truly mentally and emotionally engage in that having fun. Uh, just this past, uh, vacation that I mentioned earlier, we just, we just got back from, uh, one of the things that my family asked me to do that I said yes to, and it's something really that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy board games or, or card games sitting around the table and just, you know, playing some board game or some card game. I really just don't get a lot of fun from uh, joy from that. And, and it's just not fun for me. But my family had asked me to do that, and so I did. Now ultimately, I had a good time. I had fun. But that fun wasn't associated with the board game that we were playing. The fun was associated with laughing and spending time with my family. Right. And so just say yes. Just do new things. This this what you will recognize this having fun. It's going to rejuvenate you. One of the one of the primary reasons you're going on vacation, especially is well, let me say that differently. One of your primary reasons for going on vacation is probably to spend time, have fun with, and love on your family. But uh, uh, related to your work, related to your role as a leader, your job, one of the primary reasons for you to go on vacation is to re-energize, to reinvigorate, to rejuvenate yourself. I talk about this all the time. As a leader, you must provide for your team the very best version of you every single day. And a vacation, a proper vacation, goes a long way for preparing you to to do just that, to provide the best version of you because having fun on a vacation with your family is gonna rejuvenate you, it's gonna re-energize you, reinvigorate you so that when you do come back, you know, you, you, you're raring to go. You're, you're just, uh, energized and, and raring to go, uh, because you've one, you've had a relaxing time. You've had a restful time, but you've also had a fun time with your family. So have fun. That's tip number three. And then finally tip number four, and this is where I see a lot of leaders really kind of drop the ball. Maybe they do everything right up until this point. They prepare well. When they go on vacation, they actually have a good time. They actually rest and relax. But then when they come back from vacation, they fail to properly plan your return. So properly plan your return from vacation. How many times have you heard a comment uh, from someone returning from vacation? They're all, you know, they, they, come into the office on Monday morning after being away for a week and you know first thing on Monday morning they're in a meeting or something like that and someone says, you know, hey, how was, how was your vacation or how are you doing? And they say, oh man, I need a vacation to recover from my vacation. Well, typically when, when I hear that, I, I know this is, it, it's not a situation where that it, it's not a situation where they had so much fun, on their vacation, that they're exhausted from that, and they need rest now that they're back at work. It's one of two situations. Either while they were on vacation, they were trying to vacation and work at the same time, and so they just got completely overwhelmed throughout the week. Or they actually took a vacation, but now that they're back, they've got this mountain of emails, they've got dozens of of uh, meetings on their calendar already first thing in, the, in, their, in their return, they've got decisions waiting on them and they just immediately feel overwhelmed when they come back into the office. So what you wanna do is you wanna properly plan your return back into the office. So let me tell you a few things to do related to that. The first thing I, I think you wanna do related to returning the first day back into the office is you wanna have a day where you don't have any meetings, Uh, especially you don't want to have first day back in the office. You don't want to have any meetings where you need to make decisions, where you need to make important decisions. And so in your calendar, you want to just make sure that that first day back, um, you're not allowing onto your calendar any uh, meetings, especially meetings that require big decisions to be made on your part. And the reason for that is You're just trying to catch up. I mean, too often I see leaders first thing in the morning, 9 a.m. in the morning, they have a big meeting where they have to make a big important decision and they're just trying to get caught up. Uh, They're just trying to get through the mountain of emails that they've probably received. They certainly don't have all the data necessary uh, and information necessary to make an important decision. So utilizing your calendar, Block it off or whatever you want to do, but just make sure that you're not coming back into on day one lots of meetings, lots of big meetings or important meetings, especially meetings that you need to make a decision. Give yourself a day to catch back up and then you can have those meetings, right? Uh, You may want to, I've done this in the past before, you may want to change, you know, you had that out of office responder in your email or, or on your voicemail. You may want to change that up and, and that may say, hey, I, I am back in the office right now, but please understand I'm trying to play catch up. I'm trying to get through emails. I'm trying to uh, you know get proper status on where various things stand, where projects stand, status and, and so forth. So please recognize that I I may not respond quickly to your email or something like that. Right. So you can acknowledge you're here, but just acknowledge the state of catch up that you're in as well. So you might want to change out your, again, your email autoresponder or your voicemail as well. And then lastly, I think in that first day back, um, you want to go and visit with your team members. You know, one of the things I don't like is just getting back from vacation and firing off an email to all of my team members and saying, hey, tell me how things went last week. Give me an update. You know, where do we stand or whatever? Instead, what I recommend is that you take some time to, to walk around and speak to your team members. Talk to your team members, "Hey, I'm back. Um, you know, how was la-? ask them about how their week was last week." And in, invariably, you're going to get into in that conversation, you're going to get into, "Well, how was your vacation?" and that's going to give you some opportunity to share with them some insight into your family, into your vacation. This walking around and visiting with your team members after your vacation it's a, it's a really important time for relationship building. I, I talk about building good relationships with your team all the time. And this walking around after your vacation and visiting with your team members is a really, really valuable tool in building those relationships. Now, as a part of your walk around and your talk with those individuals, those team members, you're certainly gonna get an update from them. How did last week go? Any, any crisis arise last week that you had to deal with? Um, anything lingering from last week that I need to pick up on now that I'm back, you're going to have those kind of conversations with them. But I just think it's really, really important that you walk around and face to face, you have those conversations with your team members rather than just kind of firing off some kind of email or something that says, Hey, I'm back. Tell me how things went last week. Um, Now you may work in a remote environment or something like that so that you can't go walk around face to face. Uh, When that's the case, again, I would encourage you to jump on a video call with them or something like that, or at least pick up the phone, talk to them audibly. You don't just fire up, fire off an email to them. You want to have that, that moment of conversation with them. Good for relationship building and really, really good for you as well. And getting caught up on where the team stands after your, your absence. Uh, so there you have it. That four, four tips, how to properly take a vacation. Again, you want to properly prepare ahead of time with delegation and communication. You want to, while you're on vacation, kind of maintain some some normalcy, maintain some of those normal disciplines that you have, and have fun. Number three, have fun while you're on vacation, and then finally, properly plan your return that first day back into the office. Um, you, uh, you will feel much better having that. That day of preparation and and returning back into the office, having done that, you won't feel overwhelmed by and almost a regret. I wish I hadn't taken a vacation. Now I feel so overwhelmed that first day back. So properly plan that return. So there you have it, four tips on how to take a proper vacation. I hope that has helped you. Um, But also, you know, before I let you go, like I mentioned before, uh, if you're looking to improve your leadership, then start with our Leadership Calculator. So that you can understand, you know, how to establish uh, the relationships that we just talked about in, in, in um, uh, visiting with others when you return and so forth. You'll learn lots of things like that. So uh, start with our leadership uh, calculator. You can do that by heading over to theleadershipcalculator.com, theleadershipcalculator.com, our free calculator for measuring your leadership but also for receiving a report on exactly what you need to do based on your results to improve your leadership. So I hope that's helped you until I speak to you again next time. Remember that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well.
1: This episode of the Rookie Leaders podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at RookieLeaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.
0: Odds are, if you're hearing my voice right now, you are a leader who has questions or feels like this.
2: I was new to leadership. You're just hoping to show them the, the right path and right. hope they catch on Intentional, saying, Hey, this is the path taken as a new leader, not having people work for me. How do you go about hiring people, finding right. that right team member? How do we have everybody want to be on this team because the goal that we're going for helps them, helps the company, helps everybody.
0: Yes, this podcast is here to help with that. I share with you everything I can to help you grow into a leader everyone loves and wants to follow. But let's face it, it will take me years to share with you my 29 plus years of leadership experience via a weekly podcast episode. So if you're really serious about improving your leadership faster to positively impact business results and the lives of those you lead, I invite you to consider the Leadership Accelerator. This is the 30 day challenge I've created to teach leaders like you the principles guaranteed to improve your leadership effectiveness in just 30 days. Leaders are watching their leadership improve with every action taken in the 30 day challenge,
2: I would even include my confidence level, even just having simple conversations with people, I don't feel the edginess of trying to have difficult conversation.
0: Leaders are fast tracking their leadership growth.
2: I feel like I gained five years worth of experience just because I've gained five years worth of knowledge.
0: Over the course of 30 days, you'll get deep hands-on and step-by-step coaching from me on every element of our leadership equation. It's the mathematical science behind measuring your leadership.
2: A predictable, measurable way of looking at leadership that a different way that I've seen people describe it.
0: While the Leadership Accelerator is a self-paced online course, you will also receive multiple opportunities to ask me directly your specific leadership questions. So if you're ready to commit to improving your leadership, head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash accelerator right now. And if you're still on the fence.
2: you absolutely have to do it. The word is acceleration, it'll accelerate your knowledge, your experience, your confidence.
0: What are you waiting for? Once again, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator and sign up. I can't wait to meet you in the program. And remember, I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well.